Welcome to Ridgewood Talks. Through this podcast, we'll be introducing you to the leaders and legends in our village. We'll keep you updated about fascinating local events. We'll dig into the town's hot topics and so much more. First, let me introduce myself. I'm wait, Je- wait, 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 wait. I thought you invited me here today, Jeannie. I did. <laughs> Thank you so much for stepping in. Hey, everybody, you know who, who's with us today? Jeanette Donna Ruma. <laughs> Woo! Hello. Jeanette, who are you? Uh, who Tell am I? Who you, oh. yes. Well, first and foremost, I'm your neighbor. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I heard you're a big fan of Ridgewood Walks and Ridgewood Huge, Talks. huge. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am the coordinating producer of the Rachel Ray Show. Um, I work on the culinary team there. And um, I think you just heard, but we just won an Emmy. Yeah, this is a big deal. This is a big deal for our town too so, so that we're was thrilled really exciting um so i guess i'm an emmy award-winning producer um and yeah i am i'm here we are flipping the tables today on i know Richard talks i'm a little bit nervous I and you should be yes i am because <laughs> i mean a real true professional aside from my wonderful producer alice stockton rossini and i'm sure most of you have heard of alice she was on 1010 wins for a million years and now she is uh, with iheart radio and um also producing this lovely podcast so I'm very very thrilled that I have these professionals here and of course my sidekick Gail Gezi who is I'm a Ridgewood resident I've been here about three and a half years moved from uh, Park Slope in Brooklyn with my family and I'm a graphic designer so we are going to learn more together about these two phenomenal fantastic women Mm. who are the founders and backbone of Ridgewood Talks and Ridgewood Walks you guys ready I think so. Like I said, I'm a little bit nervous. How about you, Gail? Uh, Not at all. There's no reason to be nervous. Um, If we're feeling, how about if we're feeling a little nervous, why don't we start off with a little game? Okay. Play a little game. Great. And I think because I am sitting with two people who know Ridgewood the very most, um, I would like to play a Ridgewood speed round with you both. So I need the quickest answer that comes to your head all on the topic of Ridgewood. Um, I want to hear each of your answers separately. So, okay. I'm ready. Um, okay. Favorite place to go for dinner? Pearl Restaurant on Broad Street. I love their food. It's fresh. It's delicious. The owner, his name is Max. His mom works there. She's like, she's like, uh, you know, the, uh, the traditional Italian mama. You know, you come in, she sits you down. She says, are you hungry? And then she keeps bringing you food over and over again. And if you know Max really, really well, <laughs> he's going to bring a little limoncello, little homemade limoncello, and you sit and it's, it's, I, it, it truly, it is. It's my favorite place in Ridgewood. Gail? I'm going to say uh, Tito's Burritos because because <laughs> my sons really want to go there and I uh, basically just want to make them happy. I'm that good of a mother. Yes. I, I like that. I like that. Favorite place to go for a walk? Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is my go, specialty go, go. because, you know, my husband and I are Brooklyn transplants, so we're walking all the time, especially now that the weather is good. So we start off in the morning. We get our coffee. We go to Ridgewood Coffee Company. We hang out there for a while and just walk re- literally around downtown, uh, wandering aimlessly I love without that. purpose. I love that. Jeannie? 
Well, I'm a little bit different. Um, my favorite place to go for a walk, believe it or not, it, and it's not like an aggressive, assertive walk. It is down by the community garden, and it's right next to the Hohokus Brook. Uh, some Boy Scouts put a trail together, and they, um, oh, it's just so gorgeous and peaceful, and you can hear, yes, there's traffic, but you can hear the sound of the water going by. There's the bridge between Maplefield and Graydon, and I really, really love just being back there in this like little secret hiding place and there's um, park benches that you can sit and you can just listen to the water and meditate and it's glorious and I think everybody should at least take one little trip down there at least once. I need to try that. That sounds great. Mm, I love that this is the least speedy speed round in all in oh, all sorry. of the history. No, I love this. Okay. I love this. I feel like we're really getting to the, the nuts and bolts of Ridgewood. Okay, good. Um, favorite place to get takeout? Uh, let's see. I would say uh, Puzo's Pizzeria. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, we do P- Puzo's almost every Friday. Their phone number is very similar to mine. <laughs> 445. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Seven. I don't know. You're going to get a lot like of phone calls. Um, but anyway, so, um, and then we, so Puzo's and uh, Bomb Guards. Those are our staples. Those are our staples. Yep. Um, do either of you take the train regularly? I was going to ask what your favorite train time was because I know everybody's got their favorite train. What's your favorite train? Okay, I would say uh, like a 10 o'clock. A 10 o'clock train. train. Okay. Usually I can get to the train station leisurely. I work from home. I like that. If I have to go into the city, it's for an appointment. (laughs) So I make sure my appointments are not too early. I like that. Yeah. And as a commuter, my favorite train is the 737. Get you in at my desk by like. 840. It's beautiful. So (laughs) I am not a regular train rider, but I do. I like the train better than I like the bus. Um, And my husband, when he worked in the city, his was the 723 Mm -hmm. and he was a creature of habit. And he and four other people sat on the same car in the same (laughs) spot for years and years and years to the point now where, you know, like we go to, oh my goodness, the weddings and christenings and baby shower, you know, all of that stuff. We've, we've just become family with all of his train friends. Isn't that the best part of Ridgewood? Yes, I love it. (laughs) I love that. Um, Favorite park in Ridgewood? Oh, I like Van Ness Park. I probably am, am there more often. But then there's Saddle uh, Brook, Saddle Brook, River, Saddle, Saddle, Saddle River, River Park. I get, I get it confused. Saddle River Park. Uh, that's also a great place to go. We got dogs, so I go to the dog run, and every once in a while we take the um, the walking route there too. I have to agree. Um, I love Van Est, and I especially like it now. I'm not sure if you people know this, but um, a group of people raised over $300,000 to do night lighting in Van Est Park. And the idea is for Van Est to become similar to Bryant Park in the city. And so I'm actually on a committee, and we are putting together this amazing kickoff event. Uh, it's going to be two days. It's like a two-day music festival, and we're going to um, celebrate the lighting of this park. It's down lighting. We had some um, incredible uh, lighting designers. I didn't even know that you could get a PhD in outdoor lighting design, but in order for you to get that PhD, you have to do a project for a municipality. And so Bill Gilsonin is the person who was really um, in charge of this. He he really oversaw a lot of this. And also Cynthia Hallaby was instrumental in getting the funding for this project. And the lighting designer had these PhD students come, and I think they were from a couple of them from Texas and one from Columbia University. And they designed this whole park, uh, 
this lighting for the park and it really is beautiful it's down lighting so it doesn't um, intrude into the apartments that are nearby and so we can use the park and the idea again is for it to be a, a usable space um, during the day so we're hoping that we can have uh, you know art exhibits in there uh, some sculptures some things like that where we uh, uh, Lynn Needle and I had a meeting with some of the art teachers of our schools and we're going to hopefully feature um, student artwork in there seasonally so it's, it's super exciting so I think Van Est is going to really um, be the center point for, for the village um, another one of my favorite parks is the Duck Pond um, I go walking there three times a week it's a great path uh it's there's cyclists and again it's in it's in nature mother nature there's the brook is right through there there's trees there's wildlife it's so peaceful and it's a great place to go and get really good exercise that sounds great it sounds mm. like van ness is really going to get quite the facelift it's I'm very so exciting excited. yeah I'm it's really my favorite excited. park too you know what? so i'm a little so, selfishly excited to hear that yes we're also going to do a fundraising um we're going to do some more bricks and some um park benches and things like that so very all these exciting. things are coming Stay down the pipeline wow, the so speed round. we're getting a lot of information yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, speed yeah. on ladies i like this all right back to the game favorite store in town what mango jam <laughs> mango jam it's love mango store. jam yep it's a cute store they have all kinds of ridgewood items which i love i i can get it like any anytime i need to go get a hostess gift there's just the perfect thing there and you know what else i love about mango jam uh tony damiano is the owner and he is also the president of the ridgewood guild and the ridgewood guild does so many phenomenal events in this town all year long so i definitely feel like everybody should support mango jam Okay, well, ditto that, but I also like Pizzazzed, which is uh, on the west side. They have so much stuff. I mean, they pack in a lot mm -hmm. of product in a tiny little space, and I never get tired of looking in that in that store. It's really wonderful. Lots to look at. Yeah, you know what, and I also want to just give a shout out to Town & Country Apothecary, too. You know what? They actually deliver uh, prescriptions to your house. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's amazing. It, like, who does that anymore? So, I don't know. And they have really cute gifts in there, too. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, all right, two more questions. What is your favorite season to be in Ridgewood? My favorite season is right now mm -hmm. because it's not cold anymore. Um, spring and summer when everything is green, and boy, is it green out there. It's, it's luscious. I can't really believe how different a couple weeks makes in this town. Everything is blossoming and green and being a Florida girl I truly appreciate mm. it you know what I I would have said the same thing but I learned something about a year ago um, a, an older wiser woman said I love January I love January because there's no interruption from the leaves on the trees and when you look into the sky there's a connection between me and the divine and I thought wow that's pretty amazing you know when you think about it you know when the leaves are in the trees you really don't see much sky and so now January I love looking out and she said she reminded me that when we look at those trees there's so much promise and that's just a really great reminder for life, just that there's just so much promise. You can't see it, but it's there. And now winter has become, January actually is my very favorite time of year. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, favorite yearly Ridgewood event? Well, I do like the, the uh, 
vintage car show event, and it didn't happen last year. Mm-hmm. I think w- the weather prevented it from happening, so I'm really waiting for that to come around again. That's a, it's a great event. There are, I mean, it must be hundreds of vehicles out there parked all along the downtown area in the parking lots, and a lot of proud car owners. I love watching those guys with their cars because, <laughs> you know, they're waiting for this moment. They're waiting for this event, and it's just a lot of fun for kids, too. It really, the town comes alive during that particular event. I really love it. I have to. I have two. Um, I'm going to say the music festival because I help put it together. <laughs> I know that seems so sad to okay, say. That. Shameless plug. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's great. <laughs> so we do this. We do this annual music festival, and it's the second Sunday in September. It's through the Ridgewood Guild. Um, Declan Power procures all of the musicians. They're all local bands. They're, it's incredible, and all of our local restaurants are there, and they sell food, and it's such a fun day. It is. It starts at noon, and it goes till seven o'clock. There's wine. There's beer. There's food. There's there's dancing, there's laughing, there's community, and it's just a blast. So I love that. But I think I have to say the tree lighting. Oh my gosh, That's the my tree lighting. Favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because they, they, all the streets are closed and everybody gets to walk in the streets like we own this place, you know? And it's, it's families and there's so much, oh God, you look at the kids and they're so excited when the tree gets lit and the parents are so, it's just, it's a great event. I remember um, the first time we went, we just moved here and we pulled our kids on a sled. There was so much snow and we just, it, my kids, I'll never never forget the look on their face when they saw that tree light up. I think it's better than Rockefeller Center. I was just going to say every year I post a picture and I say, watch out Rockefeller Center. Mm -hmm. That tree is stunning Mm -hmm. every year. I know. And I love that it comes from a local place Mm -hmm. and local people light it and all of the festivities that come before the actual lighting. It it highlights and showcases all of our dancers and musicians. It's it's, It's lovely. Yeah, it's great. Thank you, ladies. That was a lot of information that I wasn't necessarily expecting out of the speed round. I learned more about my town, I think, just in those five minutes of hearing all of your favorite things. I'm going to order a pizza from Puzo's. I've never had one before. I know. It's great. (laughs) But I'll tell you this. My husband says, don't ask her what time it is because she'll tell you how to make a watch. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. As a fan of Ridgewood Walks and Ridgewood Talks, I have questions that I want want to know the answers to. I'm sure your listeners also have similar questions. So hopefully I... uh, I, I, I hit those I hit those hard-hitting questions for you guys um, all right Jeannie I want to can I, I, I you're my neighbor I've known you for probably about a year now mm-hmm. um, I want to know a little bit more about you I want to oh. know where you're from I want to know I want to know what makes the blood pump through your veins and why you love Ridgewood so much what is the history behind Jeannie Johnson so the reason why I love Ridgewood so much is because I moved so much. Um, my husband and I, I think we've moved like eight times all across the country multiple times. And um, I was born in Minnesota and then we went to Alaska and then I moved back to Minnesota and then down to South Florida and la di da da So we moved to Georgia and Texas and California and here. And when I got here, I just didn't want my kids to have that feeling of not belonging. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to dig into this community. I'm going to build some, I'm going to get some roots for my kids. And first of all, what isn't, what's not to love about Ridgewood? It is the most glorious community. It's so beautiful. It's located so close to the city. There's so much to do. The people are incredible. The volunteering that goes on in this town is just 
it's mind boggling how many people give of their time and talent and money to make this such a glorious place to live. So, um, I love it and I, I'm so proud to call it home. I could, couldn't agree with you more. I think that's why a lot of us are here, right? So it's it's very nice to hear the founder of Ridgewood Walks and Ridgewood Talks feel very similarly to the way that many of us feel. So Jeannie, you and I met through a Ridgewood Walk. Oh, is that right? We okay. met actually not very far from that very special place, that brook back by the community gardens. And my husband and I were on a Ridgewood Walk and he is the person who turned me on to your podcast. He said, Jeanette, I think that's Jeannie Johnson. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> From the Ridgewood Talks podcast. And he was very excited to meet you. Oh, my God. And then God, that's, that's where hilarious. we then made the connection um, that we have a very good mutual friend, Megan Murphy. She was my realtor and the reason why I am in Ridgewood. Um, shout out to Megan Murphy. Yes. And she had mentioned to me, she was like, oh, you know, when you're buying, I, when you're, uh, where you bought your house, you live very close to a very good friend of mine. And when I tell you she's like the heartbeat of this town, she is like, she opens her doors for everyone. And then I'm so glad that we finally got to meet through this Ridgewood Walks and it seems like a very appropriate way to meet. Um, and um, I'm going to selfishly thank you for the brand new sidewalk on Glen Avenue oh. because that makes my favorite walk through Ridgewood a little bit easier because I love that hike up to heights. Yeah. And it was a little difficult to get up there. And I used to have friends, I have friends come over with their babies and their strollers and so thank you for that um can you tell me a little bit more about your work with um some of the different things that you do around Ridgewood I know you do some grant writing yes um can you tell me a little bit more about that um so when we moved here from California we were really excited that we were going to be living in a really walkable community and we moved here in August when everyone was at their beach home and when they came back in September it, I was like oh my gosh where am I living now because there's so many cars on the road and nobody's walking it was kind of a shock for me um, and interestingly my children uh, were bused to their elementary school and um, shortly after we moved here, they decided that they were going to eliminate that busing. And it concerned me because I thought, oh, gosh, you know, all these kids that are taking the bus now are going to be driven twice a day at the most heavily used time of day. You know, the, the traffic will be the, the busiest and those two times of the day. And I thought, gosh, that seems really dangerous for these kids to have to walk. Um, what can I possibly do to save that bus route? So... I went around to my neighborhood and I had these petitions signed and la-di-da, we saved the bus route and it was fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, so through that, uh, I guess, activism, is that what you'd call mm -hmm. it? Um, all these people were coming up to me saying, oh my gosh, you must be a pedestrian safety person. And I was like, I guess, you know, and so they were like, hey, look at this program, look at that program. So then we introduced the uh, Keep Kids Alive Drive 25 program, which it had, it started in Nebraska. It was only in Nebraska and in one other city in California. And I inquired, I got to know the guy, we brought the program here. And you know what? Now New Jersey is the uh, biggest user of Keep Kids Alive Drive 25 wow. uh, uh, merchandise and things like that. So it's really exciting that we Ridgewood introduced that program. I didn't know it's that. It's a that's, very, that's very effective cool program. Yeah. You put out these yard signs that say Keep Kids Alive Drive 25. You put them out every day because if you leave them out on your front yard, it becomes visual pollution. But when you move it around your front yard and people drive by, you can watch their brake lights come on and you see that they are driving more cautiously. It's just a reminder for motorists to just slow down and take a look and be more careful as they're driving. 
So that started that. And then through all of uh, all of that, some people from the state, um, I was at a conference with one of our engineers and somebody from the state came up to me and said, oh, I, you know, I heard about that. And uh, the federal government is starting a program called Safe Routes to School. And I think you should look into it and maybe write one of the grants. And so on a whim, I had never written a grant before. And on a whim, I, I wrote it in with partnership with one of the engineers, Jovan Mahenzik, um, in the engineering department. And we were awarded, I think that first one was $140,000. Wow. And it was um, for education, infrastructure. Um, they, they call it the five E's. So it's engineering, infrastructure, enforcement. I can't remember what the others are. <laughs> but anyway, you get the idea. So we got that money and uh, we did some beautiful things with it and we started at first we started a walk to school day and it was so successful that I said all right well let's turn it into a walk to school week (laughs) and then that was so successful so we said all right let's turn it into a walk to school month so then May became walk bike to school month and now people were really involved and interested in it and we said let's try it one more time let's do a walk to school month in october so we did walktoberfest so now you know and that started like i guess 12 years ago and it's still going it's like people don't even know how it was founded why it was founded they just know that they love their kids to walk to school they know that the police are on high alert it's it's super safe um, I love it because it helps kids become more comfortable with their neighborhood. Um, I, I just really wish more people would walk. But anyway, so to get back to the grant writing, um, so all through these years, these opportunities have keep keep coming my way, and I don't feel like I can turn it away because it's 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 so important for people to be safe in this community. So I feel like anytime we can get money for infrastructure projects, I want to apply for it. So right now, I think we're almost it's it's surpassed 1.5 million dollars now wow yeah it's it's really it's remarkable that's incredible Jeannie. yeah it's so fun that's wonderful so i feel like you kind of explained i kind of heard you say walktoberfest so mm-hmm. i kind of felt like was this a natural progression from getting kids to be more comfortable with their communities and keeping them safer on their walks to school did is that kind of the birthplace of ridgewood walks well yeah i think <laughs> One of the things that I didn't recognize would be um, a benefit of these walk to school days and, and weeks and months for the schools is parents were coming up to me saying, you know, I have lived here for seven years and I didn't even know the people across the street from me. And I just, it, that was such a surprise to me. And I thought, wow, you know, we really, we should do more of these. So I kind of had, the idea was kind of cooking for quite some time. And then actually what really put it into motion was truly the 2016 presidential election. It was just, I, I couldn't believe how torn apart our, um, our country was becoming and we weren't talking to each other. And I thought to myself, well, you know, what could one person do? I mean, who am I? I'm really nobody, but what could I possibly do to try and reconnect our country? And I thought, well, we can do it one community at a time through conversation. And the best way to get people to converse is to get them into the same proximity. So I thought, well, if we do these themed walking tours, then right out of the right out of the gate, you already have something in common because you've picked a theme that you both can appreciate. And so I thought, okay, let's do that. Let's have these free guided themed walking tours and let's learn about this community. Let's 
get some ownership of this community because our even our own local uh, community has been sort of fractured by um, the growth that's taking place and the proposed growth. Um, started off with the hospital expansion and our the fabric of our community started to divide and and really in in very um uh, uncomfortable ways it was very uncomfortable for me to watch neighbors be pitted against each other because they just weren't listening to each other they weren't even though they disagreed with one another it started to get really ugly and it made me feel really uncomfortable and I thought well let's find things that we all love about this community and let's take a walk let's slow ourselves down let's get ourselves away from our screens our TV screens our phone screens our computer screens and our wind screens and let's get in front of each other let's look each other in the eye let's you know, talk about the things that we enjoy, you know, with the themed walks that we do. And then let's sit down in a local eatery and sort of debrief and get to know each other. And that that's really what started it is because I just wanted people to just be their best selves and have an opportunity to do so. I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, has any other, this question just popped in my head, have any other communities in the area reached out to you wanting to start something like this? It's crazy. I, I was just telling Alice earlier today, um, there's a community down the shore. Um, Patterson has been very active about reaching out. Um, the it, it, I'm very excited about Patterson. I've had conversations with the mayor and um, I'm, I, my community that I grew up in in Minnesota actually is starting it this summer, which How is super is exciting. Yeah. And uh, Newark. I've also been in, okay. in conversation with somebody from Newark. So yeah, it's very exciting. And I, to tell you the truth, this is a humongous goal and I'm putting it out there. I really want every community in the country to do this because it's such a simple thing to do and you have local ambassadors people who love their community who want to show it off to other people i mean it just makes sense doesn't it it makes absolute perfect sense yeah i i'm an, i'm a wayne native and moving to ridgewood that sense of community and those people who the very like-minded community of people who just love the space that they're in and that's why we love it here. I wish Wayne would be a little bit, you know, because there's so much to offer there. So mm -hmm. many great restaurants, so many beautiful things to see, so many parks. That's why I was wondering if there's any other communities in the area oh, that that's are thinking about starting yeah, this. I absolutely want to do it. And um, Gail, she's so amazing. She has put a kit together. And so our intention is to take this out and, and hopefully, you know, I would love for somebody to help me sponsor this because I'm just, this is shameless. I'm paying for all of this out of my own pocket because it means so much to me. Um, I have zero regret and I hope that I can continue to do it. But there comes a time where I have to just say, mm, you know, it is, it's a tremendous amount of work and I, I don't really know how much longer I can keep funding it and not, um, you know, it's just hard. I think we're on to something, guys. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so I kind of want to transition now into Ridgewood Talks, which is what you're listening to us on right yes. now. Yes. Um, was this, how long has Ridgewood Talks been going on? A year. A year. year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have to say, as a community member, I've learned a ton from your podcast. Um, Thank and you. I know just the podcast as a little, as a millennial, <laughs> podcasting is this really great way of reaching mass, uh, mass people, mass yes. ears, you know, yes. you get a lot of listenership. I actually listen to this podcast on the train. Um, I listen to many podcasts, so I think this is a very smart move for you, Jeannie. Um, what, um, oh, I'm sorry. 
as a community member, I learned a ton about our local election that was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about the superintendent. Um, I've you've had some really heartwarming stories on this podcast. So um, keep going. Thank I love you. this. I hope Thank people you. are getting to learn more about you today and they get Thanks. more excited about the podcast. If you're missing episodes, I'm sure there's plenty to catch up on. Yep. So um, what made you begin Ridgewood Talks? What was the first Ridgewood Talk podcast? The first one was uh, Dr. Tom Gorman. He's the principal of the of Ridgewood High School. Um, he's also our neighbor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, it was shortly after the uh, mass school shooting in Florida. And, you know, there was a lot of conversation about what is happening at our schools. What is our security like? Um, and I, I felt like it was in, incredibly important to get information out to parents as quickly as possible. So while I had kind of toyed with the idea of doing a podcast, um, I felt like that was 100% the reason why we should do it right then and there. And again, the podcast, again, my idea behind the podcast was for people to understand that the leaders in our community, they are our neighbors, they are parents, their spouses, just like we are. They have, you know, normal lives. I kind of wanted to, I know this sounds kind of weird, but to humanize them and to help them be more approachable, especially like our, our, our local leaders, our elected officials, they just love our town. They just want to do good for everybody. I want to know them as, as regular neighbors. I think that's a wonderful reason to start Ridgewood Talks. I think the podcast is such a fun idea. And as someone who's only been here for three years, I like, I said I've learned so much so much about so many of the town administrators and um, you know just uh, some of my local neighbors which brings me to my next question what was your favorite podcast interview that you've done obviously besides the podcast interview we're about to do with myself (laughs) but please tell me who was your favorite podcast interview super easy answer Jane Clemente Um, I met Jane at a rotary meeting she was uh, a guest speaker and she was talking about bullying and I thought and I had just read a bunch of stuff on Facebook the night before and I thought, oh my gosh, she is the perfect person to interview to help us learn how to be our best selves, right? So she came on the podcast. Oh my gosh, right? Uh, we we cried. It, it's such a moving story. For those of you who haven't listened to it, please look on our website and, and listen to the, the podcast with Jane. Uh, she tells the story about her son, Tyler, who uh, died by suicide after being recorded at Rutgers University um, with his um, partner. And uh, it was it's just, it's, it's a beautiful story how Jane has come to uh, accept what has happened and to move on and to help so many hundreds of thousands of people. Very inspiring. Mm. Um, can you give us a sneak peek of who might be coming up next on the podcast? Well, interestingly that you should say that I have this Emmy Award winning. <laughs> <laughs> she was a tough booking, yeah, wasn't she? she was. Gosh, I know. She's traveling. She's, yes. So, no, obviously you. I'm very excited about interviewing you. We're also sitting in the room with someone you call your right-hand man. I call her my right arm. Your right arm. Yeah. Gail mm-hmm. Gezi. I would just love Hi. to hear a little bit about where are you from, what brings you to the Ridgewood Talks, Ridgewood Walks community. How'd you get involved? Well, I got involved because I moved with my family from Brooklyn about three and a half years ago at a time that we thought was the best time because one son was entering middle school and the other was entering high school. And if you know anything about the New York City um, public school system, once you get into high school, it's like uh, college acceptances. 
So ultimately, my older son would have been getting up early in the morning, going on a subway train to another neighborhood. And we thought hard about it, and we thought we would really like to give the boys an experience in the suburbs where my husband and I both were raised in Miami suburbs. So we know a little bit about what that life is like. And um, so we looked for six months at many different neighborhoods around New York, uh, all through the river towns. Uh, it, it was a sort of long, exhausting process, and we sort of came out of it not really feeling confident about, about any place. Then someone recommended New Jersey, and we thought, New Jersey? Wait People a minute. People from New York don't We're like New Yorkers. to think about New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, and we visited Tenafly. We visited, uh, we just happened to drive, this is what's weird about it. We happened to drive through Ridgewood without having a plan. And the first thing I remember is the duck pond and then the high school. And that high school was like a beacon from beyond. It's like Hogwarts, right? It's yeah. stunning. <laughs> and I thought, whoa, wait a minute. And then we, we drove through the downtown. And that's when I thought, this, this is a pretty nice town. It looked walkable, which was you know top on our list because being from Brooklyn, we don't have a car. We were in a walking mindset. And we didn't want to give that up. So, you know, we settled on Ridgewood, and it turned out to be just a, a perfect place. I love that. And I love seeing my sons walk to school and back. Uh, and we happen to live right by the hospital and BF. So at 3 o'clock, you hear all the sounds of the mm-hmm. kids, and it's not an isolated location. So it was a little bit of an easier transition for us, mm-hmm. right? We like the noise. We like the activity. Uh, So we've been very happy. I love this. And so meeting Jeannie was just kind of a weird, uh, lucky situation. I think I saw her on Facebook. She was looking for people to help her with this initiative. And since I, you know, I'm a designer and I'm working from home, but I have a lot of energy that I need to expel. (laughs) And I thought, okay, I can do this. I'll I'll take a look and and see, see what she's got offered here so uh, she called me up on the phone right away and if I thought I had energy I was quickly um, you know came to the realization that I have maybe a tenth of the energy that Jeannie Johnson has she's like a a cheerleader meets the Tasmanian devil and she and I was hooked and so I have been working with her to help her promote um, Ridgewood Walks and Ridgewood Talks, and it's been, it's been a blast. I have to say, the you're responsible for all of the graphics and all of the beautiful, colorful banners that sometimes I see by the train station, and um, uh, they're absolutely beautiful, very eye-catching, very beautiful colors. So um, that kind of leads me to my next question of what, uh, how did you get to this point in your career of being a designer? Well, I... You know, I graduated from University of Florida in graphic design, um, and from there I worked at ad agencies, and I moved to New York a long time ago, like 1991, and I embarked on a career in magazine design, which was what I found to be uh, just a great passion. I just loved publishing, the publishing world, so I went from, uh, you know, I basically met my husband at a magazine. Um, He's an editor and writer, and... It's just a love of mine, and I don't don't really want to give it up. But in this climate, it's much more difficult to be a magazine designer mm-hmm. these days. So I'm focusing on books and other things and um, marketing. And what's great about working with Jeannie is I never had before done a lot of social media marketing. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it now, and it's great, and it's actually pretty fun, and I'm, I'm really enjoying That's it. That's great. And I not only... 
uh, do that for Ridgewood Walks, but I'm also volunteering for the Ridgewood Historical Society uh, and the Schoolhouse Museum, which I was, when I, when I first came here, that was one of the first experiences I had. I walked into the Schoolhouse Museum, saw their gallery exhibit, and was blown away. It was really wonderful. It, it was um, an exhibit about Ridgewood during the wars, Revolutionary War to Vietnam War. And I remember the first time I entered that space, I, I was, my, what caught my eye was a Ku Klux Klan uniform, or actually robe, which was way in the back of the, of the museum. And I saw that it was basically a robe that was uh, worn by a woman at the 1921 first chapter of the Klan in New Jersey. It was New Jersey's very first chapter. And I thought, wow, this is a real honest thing. I, I was impressed. <laughs> this is this is pretty good. They're not, you know, they're bringing this out and not hiding anything. And then I turned around, and there was a case with um, the story of Varian Fry. And in case you don't know who that is, he's a Ridgewood resident who basically rescued 2,000 uh, Nazi refugees from France. There's a really wonderful story mm. about him. And if you don't know about him, look him up. So that case had you know, original stars that were worn by Nazis. And I thought, well, this is a very interesting town. <laughs> you know, they have a very good history, and it's a diverse history. And it is, it really piqued my interest, and I wanted to learn more and more about Ridgewood. And that was just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now I feel for a person who's lived here three and a half years, I think I know a lot. Pretty well versed. Yeah. <laughs> and I know a lot of people. I, I can literally walk down Ridgewood Avenue. I'm just imagining it in my mind. Uh, there's Allie at Arthur and Groom, and there's Marina Mike at Wolfgang Bakery, and oh, there's Terry at the coffee shop. I know a lot of people right. who sort of live and work in this town, and it's been a really uh, rewarding experience That's for me. Lovely, lovely. So I've, I've got a few questions for the both of you, kind of town related. Um, what are each of you the most excited about for Ridgewood over the next few months? I am so excited because Ridgewood is, is celebrating the 125th anniversary and there are, oh my gosh, you guys, there's so many great things that are coming up. You can't even believe it. So one of the things that I'm working on is a historic house tour. So the Women's Club does a house tour every year and um, this year we're going to collaborate with the Historical Society and we're going to have historic homes and they're going to be decorated hopefully in that era uh, for Christmas. I, I'm beyond excited about that. that sounds very yeah, exciting. There's all kinds of really, really fun things that are going to be taking place uh, for the 125th anniversary. Wow. Well, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the committee for the 125th anniversary of Ridgewood, and I'm going to um, probably be working on a um, magazine, which is a, a commemorative issue for the village. I actually have a meeting with the mayor today, oh. and so we'll see how that goes. But I think um, I look forward to that because I can work with the Ridgewood Historical Society and with my own sort of mm -hmm. imagination. I like that. <laughs> um, and maybe come up with a really nice collectible we'll magazine to honor the 125 that. years That's of Ridgewood. That's great. That sounds like something very exciting. Um, as a community member and as a fan of Ridgewood Talks and Ridgewood Walks, how can we be more involved? Well, the first thing you can do is find me some money. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, really. I truthfully, if I, I really am actively looking for sponsors, um, 
So that would be really helpful. And honestly, the thing that I really like the most is when people volunteer their time to be an ambassador, because everyone that is an ambassador has a friend group. And so then their friends come to support them and more and more people get out and go do do these walks. I think so far we're probably at, I don't know, a thousand people or so that have participated in these walks. Um, it's so phenomenal. And, and I don't, I, I think everybody should at least take one, you know, there, there's such a menu of options. So definitely sign up to take a walk during our Step Into Summer initiative during the month of June and our Walktoberfest initiatives in October. And then as far as the podcast, just listen. Tell people to tune in. You know, it's available at any day time of the day. Uh, just go on our website, listen to it, and become informed about our leaders and our legends and what's happening in our town. As it is early June, we are embarking on Step Into Summer Ridgewood Walks, um, which is the first of the two sessions of Ridgewood Walks. Right then there is Walktoberfest. Um, which walks are each of you the most excited about coming up? Well, uh, my very favorite one is our art and architecture walk. Um, they start off at the Art Institute. They go down to the stable. They stop at um, the Boulder Heritage Center. And then they head on over to the James Rose Center. It's a glorious walk it, because people need to get inside of that art institute. It's phenomenal. And then you go inside of the stable and you learn about the stable and you see local artists um, with their work up on the wall. And then the James Rose Center, forget about it. It's just, it's it's an incredible piece of architecture. Oh, and the Bolger Heritage Center has all of the artifacts of Ridgewood right here. If you want to know about your house that you live in, um, who lived in it before you, whatever, go to the Bolger Heritage Center at the Ridgewood Public Library and they'll tell you everything. All right, so my favorite one, well, also, again, art and architecture is my favorite. Um, so ditto on, on all that, especially James Rose Center. If you haven't been there, you've got to see it. Um, I also really enjoy the historic walks. There is uh, the Historical Society has one of those where you visit um, Old Paramus Reformed Church, and you can walk through the cemetery and learn a lot about people who were here before you were. And Daisy Latham, who's, who's the president of the Historical Society, she actually is the guide, and she has a lot of, uh, lot of knowledge. So I really enjoy that. And on a more superficial note, I'm looking forward to the Party Places and Spaces tour, where I'm going to be able to see, because I signed up, uh, the new Felina event space, which is not open to the public. So I'm really looking forward to that because it's like a little sneak peek. I'm dying to see what's inside I've of that. I've gotten a little sneak peek in because Chef Anthony is a friend of mine. And it is not going to disappoint. It is a very, very exciting, beautiful space. <laughs> I'm also, wait a second, I'm also really looking forward to this uh, food crawl that somebody that I know is going to be leading. It looks like we may need to add another one. I, I love that idea. I think 20 out of 20 spots are oh gone already God, for that? June 8th. I'm so proud of you. Maybe That's we'll awesome. have to, I just sold out my first Ridgewood Walk. Congratulations. Going to have to maybe add another one. Maybe we'll add a weekday one for the, for the people who aren't around on the weekends. Um, I think you guys, I mean, I've got, I had two pages full of questions and you guys really knocked it out of the park. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much to our fearless female leaders. Jeannie and Gail of Ridgewood Walks and Ridgewood Talks. Thank you for this honor. Am I your first guest yes, interviewer? Yes. Quite an yes, honor. I, I hope am, you'll have me back. I will. You know what? <laughs> I, you are welcome anytime. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Oh, please. No, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm um, getting to ask my questions. 
Um, so I know you guys are very active on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Ridgewood Walks. Your Instagram is at Ridgewood underscore walks. Thank you. Yes. Very <laughs> Tagged well you guys a few yep, times. Yep, yep. Um, and so if you guys have any questions for Jeannie or Gail that I didn't get to, please feel free to reach out to them on there. Like I said, they are such knowledgeable ambassadors to our beautiful community. And I think that's it from us today, right? Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you much. for having me. Fun. Yeah, this was a blast. We'll Thanks. talk again soon. I can't wait. Thanks.